Welcome to the Weekly Hijack. Hello, everybody. This time on The Prisoner, we had a very serious episode that was called... The Girl Who Was Death. This was a very dark and gritty... Okay, no, it was absolutely ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> Every time I think, like, well, they can't keep going with something completely different. I mean, it's just... What was... I mean, it was entertaining. <laughs> <laughs> it was. So, do we do a synopsis for this one, or do we just say what it was? Let's just say what it was, yeah. Okay, so, for anyone who has, again, if you've never seen The Prisoner, we've been telling, like, we're going to... Spoiling, like, major spoilers. Again, that's the name of the game here, but we've been giving you a last warning, because this is one of those episodes that has another twist ending, because... The whole episode doesn't make a lot of sense without it. Uh, <laughs> but this episode, the whole thing was apparently a uh, story that number six was telling to a bunch of kids at the village okay, to entertain I, well, them. It's sad that you have kids in the village. Where do these kids come from? <laughs> <laughs> That's a good question, actually. I haven't thought of that till now. Are they kids of people who have stayed at the village for a long time? It could be, probably, honestly. Yeah, it could be. Uh, either that or they're, they're captured child secret agents they could be ransom they're like oh <laughs> well, that could be i mean legitimately it could be captured and hold them ransom for or the, like maybe they're captured spy kids you know yeah there we go spy kids <laughs> exactly honestly this this movie this episode felt like a spy kids episode yes no it, it was wild because early on it felt like it was like a dream like is this some sort of crazy another crazy hallucination i, I, I ever thought it was like a satire of spy movies or something yeah because like him following the the one agent it felt like him following like a treasure hunt like you would set up for kids yeah and then there's a whole thing where he goes through a a gamut of death traps that he has to avoid but like way over the top for this show like this show doesn't do this and then it got even more over the top when he followed the lady to her her lighthouse secret base where rocket ship the lighthouse which was actually a rocket ship and they were dressed as napoleon and (laughs) his daughter i guess so it was confusing and they were and then, gonna, it's like, then it's just like old school movie, like all the bad guys are just clumsy as all get out. Yeah. But like at this point, it's like, okay, this is just a Saturday morning cartoon. Yeah. This, so that was kind of the biggest giveaway. We should have figured out because they kept showing the, these picture book. Kind yeah. of like every time there was a commercial break, you could see this little picture book with a scene from what was going on in the story. Yeah. But yeah. I don't know if, we can, if there's really a lot of deep conversation we can have for this thing. It was definitely a what is going on one moment after another sort of thing. But I do have to say, it was really funny. It's just kind of like, it's like, you know, kids want, like, they just packed all these cliches and over the top. Th- like, the best part when, with all the death traps, it was just, it was just one thing after another. And she's like, aha, I'm going to kill. And I thought it was going to go, like, kind of dark. She was kind of psychopathic. But uh-huh. then it, like, turned ridiculous after that yeah it got more ridiculous the longer the the episode went on i mean the amusement park stuff was very cut very fast-paced stuff he's where he's chasing there's this lady in this white outfit that he's trying to figure out because he thinks she's behind this assassination attempt that occurred during a game of cricket (laughs) i I should know that he's going through he's again he's going through the role of a secret agent here and somehow he feels even more british than james bond (laughs) just like the fact that they were in a game of cricket, that he's dressed up as Sherlock Holmes at some point, <laughs> that they're def- defending uh, London from Napoleon Bonaparte. Yeah. Like, how British can you get? <laughs> it is, it is, it is, it's really kind of funny and not what I expected for the pri- from the prisoner at all. <laughs> yeah. I guess 
if you would put a down spin on this, like some people might call this filler because it really has almost nothing to do with and, the ongoing village. And really, honestly, like worst plan to have him tell secrets ever. <laughs> <laughs> like maybe we maybe he hangs out with some kids, he'll reveal something. Like he's not doing that, guys. <laughs> I don't. Know. Uh, and, he, <laughs> and of course, he still knows that they're watching him, and he's like, "Good night, children, <laughs> everywhere." <laughs> Oh, goodness. Well, do <laughs> you have any thoughts about this one, hon? Sure, yeah. I was convinced for most of it that we were seeing a, something that happened in his secret agent days. That's true. I did wonder yeah. that early on if this was a flashback or, or something. Uh, of course, it all became clear at the end, but that's really what I thought was going on right from the beginning. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. so everyone puts this as, as like the third to last episode? Well, I will double check okay. that real quick. That just inter- I don't, it wouldn't have to go anywhere in particular, would it? Probably not. I mean, it would have to be, you'd have to be about halfway just to have any fun with it. Again, I don't know that we'll have a deep discussion for this one because it's, I mean, it's telling. If this is a story that number six himself is telling, <laughs> he is kind of spoofing his own, um, <laughs> yeah. his own business. Well, in some ways, I think they were hoping to get something about who he was, how he did, but he played so over top that like we didn't get a thing out of that. <laughs> I think I think maybe, I mean maybe they were, and again they must have thought maybe he would tell something about how he did, you know, some sort of trade secret at least. But he, I mean he basically just went way over the top. They're like that was useless, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, that's at least kind of sad. That's pretty satisfying. <laughs> uh, I don't know what they're. I wasn't following what they were saying in that last conversation, what what they thought they would get. Why would he include something psychologically revealing or something I, I when telling so. kids a story? I don't know. But yes, most people place this as third from the end, number 15. This was uh, number 15 in broadcast order. Most people place it there. There's a couple people. One person says 13, another order says 14. But, you know, that's splitting hairs there, basically. That's, so, inter- that's fascinating to me. Huh. Yeah. Uh, who knows what the reasoning is? It, it, but yes, it doesn't really seem to matter that much. Like the only thing that matters is that he's been to the village long enough to be able to predict where they put their cameras. Yeah. So he could look straight into it. So yeah, it is kind of feel. I mean, it's a fun episode. Yeah. But it doesn't move much of anything. No, and it, it it's almost one of these like I was thinking about back when I was thinking it was a dream episode. Like this would have been interesting to talk about when we talked about dream sequences on the podcast. Yeah. A few episodes back, and I guess. You could, again, make the complaint that I had in that one that it really doesn't accomplish much of anything. But in this case, at least it was a lot of fun to watch. And it was like the focus of an entire episode as opposed to a weird bit of weirdness in the middle of an ongoing story. Yeah, and at worst, I mean, I don't know if you could actually pull it, but if you we're trying to be super Englishy with it. I suppose you could, it is sort of a satire of unrealistic spy thing. You know, it's, hmm. you know, because prisoners relatively serious thematically, normally. yeah. yeah. And this was like the opposite. And again, we're trying to read something into it, and then it's not. You know, it's kind of, you know, the more you get, like you said, it's designed well, but the farther you get into it, the more you're like, wait a second. Yeah. Yeah, because it seems like early on there might have been something going on with the, the chase. He's chasing after a woman. Okay. Is there something? Are we reading something into that? Is uh, something like this? The whole sequence in the amusement park was so surreal and fast paced. It felt like. Okay, this is some sort of modern cinema, modern art kind yeah. of. But even early with the with the shoe shiner, like who answers the shoe shine phone, you're just like feel like get smart level of stuff <laughs> in some ways. Yeah. 
And I, I wonder if the writers were again. I don't know what that moment in the '60s was like, TV and spy and whatever. But oh, I mean, I, wonder, I bet they're doing some commentary too on all the different spy shows. Yeah, it, it, yeah. There, there were there were a lot of different spy TV shows. At that so, time. I, I, so I bet they were comment, doing some com- meta commentary on that mm-hmm. sort of stuff. Yeah, and I mean, it was again at the time there were all kinds of spy movies and TV shows, partly because James Bond was super popular, but also because again the time period that it took place in, mm-hmm. we uh, we like making art about that kind of reflects ongoing art, even if in kind of uh, escapist ways. Yep, and this is yeah kind of a, a spoof on that, although a spoof that you didn't realize was a spoof until very late in the process. And you just, you keep like, that's a little, like his costume's a little weird. Like everything's just a little weird. He's just like, it, but it's a prisoner. So you're like, maybe. <laughs> Especially you, when you pulled this up on YouTube, like the first comment was, this is the weirdest episode of The Prisoner I've seen. And we were all like, oh gosh, what are we in for? <laughs> and they, and they, they're very clever. They name it the girl who was death. So you're expecting this deep... <laughs> Yeah, I mean they're playing with you. Yeah, I I joked before the title is like this sounds like one of your titles, Nick. Yep. But, but, um they're trolling us. They really are. They really are. All right, I guess that's is that all we got. Do you have anything else? I had one more thought. Yes, actually, the conversation between number two and the lady that turned out to be the girl that was death in the in the story. One of the things he says is, "You said he'd drop his guard around children, et cetera, et cetera." Mm-hmm. As I'm sitting here thinking about it, I think that sounds like the sort of thing, a, the sort of way a woman would think. <laughs> so, mm. so it, it could be that whoever this woman advisor was in the village, she was thinking the way she might think about dropping something mm. and think that it would work on him. Some sort of hints of some sort. Exactly. And that makes sense too. Also, if he's been there a while, you know, it's got to be later in the season. Then maybe he just wants to, you know, he's been on his guard for months now you know not making connections with anyone and kids are easy to connect to yeah that could be so yeah it makes a certain amount of sense yeah a certain amount (laughs) we'll see how much but a little bit i will tell all these children why i resigned (laughs) yeah yeah maybe that's something i don't know maybe that's not what they were looking for but certainly probably more than that (laughs) yeah yeah more than what they got (laughs) they're just like (laughs) i want an alternate version where you're shooting the whole thing but in the corner you just have number six and number two and the lady watching and just like 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 a reaction video them (laughs) 1960s reaction video yeah they're just like what is this (laughs) do you see what he did he made me napoleon <laughs> About as funny as the dream sequence one, where they drugged him and yeah. watched his dreams. Yep. Yeah, yeah. And, and they were like, "Wait, wait! Oh no, he's just lying." That, but he's not actually. <laughs> <laughs> yes, uh, fun stuff. Any other uh, commentary, Natasha? <laughs> <laughs> this is weird. <laughs> At the end, I wanted to cry foul. <laughs> Don't do this to me. <laughs> Doesn't answer any questions. <laughs> Waste of my time. Uh, you you felt a lot like number two then. I suppose. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what a trollish episode indeed. Yeah. All right, well, we'll wrap it up there. Thanks for listening <laughs> to uh, this very serious discussion on the weekly hijack. Uh, you can find much more serious or much more lighthearted, depending on how you look at it. <laughs> Discussions on our main podcast, Your Old Trains of Thought, where we discuss all manner of storytelling for the creator and the consumer. Until next time, this is Tim. This is Nick. And Janelle. And Natasha. Bye-bye. <laughs>